Hello, y'all. So welcome back to another episode of the Awkward Adventures of a College Graduate. It is your host, Jared. And, um, yeah, it's been a little minute, you know. I'm sorry that I left y'all uh, <laughs> without a dope beat to step two. Step two. Um, ten points if you get the reference. <laughs> and this week is a little bit different. Um, one cool thing that I'm doing this week is I actually have a live audience. Woo! Um, it's my friend Mina. She's part of our live audience today, so she'll be hearing this episode first and live. And if that's something you guys are interested in doing, you know, perhaps I can, you know, do a couple episodes on stereo or do a couple live episodes, you know, maybe send over a Zoom link or something like that. And you could do that. We work something out. Always looking to do different things, you know, and make the podcast even more interactive. But without further ado, let's jump in. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, y'all. So, jumping into things, I'm probably going to title this episode, Where Have You Been? Because I know y'all probably ready to cuss me out, y'all ready to call me everything but a child of God. Yeah, I know I'm raggedy, I know I'm raggedy. I know, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I just left, you know, I ain't say nothing, I ain't post nothing, I've been lying to y'all on social media. Yeah, it's been like pretty much like a bad relationship, you know, it's like I promise I'll do better, but I'm just raggedy. I'm trifling. You know me. Y'all love me. This is what y'all get from me at this point in time, but <laughs> no. Now, honest to God, true. Um, the reason that I haven't been active the last couple weeks um, in terms of podcasting and all that stuff, and I'll be a lot more active now, is I've had some life changes happen. So if you are listening, you're aware that I was unemployed. Um from November until January, you know, I don't have to get into the story. If you want to hear the story, you can go back a couple episodes and listen. <laughs> um, but with that, you know, I've been actively applying and, you know, trying to look for a new job. Um, something that kind of fits in the sense of what I, I can do and, you know, it just makes sense. So a few weeks back, and the funny thing is I actually had an episode. <laughs> and you'll probably get two episodes. So good for y'all. It'll be like a little um, marathon. Because I had an episode I literally recorded, and I'm, I'm, I'm trifling for this. So I recorded the episode. Episode was ready, right? Had everything done. All I had to do was write the caption and post it. And then, you know, do the breakups because I want to give you all the previews. I was too lazy to do that. I said, I'll do it later. And later it never came. <laughs> and I knew this. I had recorded the episode at the time knowing that I was um, of the life change. And I literally just never posted it. So y'all can beat me beat me down for that. Y'all can y'all can get mad at me for that. But yeah. Um I'm I'm being really dramatic. Like, oh, what is this life change and all that stuff? Basically, what happened is I applied for a job and I got the job. And it's good. It's it's, it's a really good position. I'm not gonna tell you where I'm working at, one, because, you know, um I'm a podcaster and you know, that's part of my private life. And if you if you really a friend, you really rock with me or whatever, you know where it's at. You know the details of that, and I don't have to tell you. Also, you know, just everything don't need to be known. Um, I can tell you what I'm doing. So I'm I am now a hall director. So basically, um, for certain people, if you went to my alma mater, it's the same thing as like an area director, or well, in my case, well, yeah, area director or, or, or RC resident coordinator. So that's what I'm do now doing. I'm doing that at a um, institution up in Jersey, and it's pretty cool. And a part of that, though, as you know, is that RCs or hall directors live on campus. So I actually moved last week. <laughs> I've been in my place for now about a week or so. 
Like I moved in on the 12th. I was officially done moving in on the 13th. So I've been in here for, for about seven days now. Seven days. Word to Tony Braxton. <laughs> but yeah, I've been here for, for for about seven days. And so there's been a couple life changes. So um, a part of, you know, moving and stuff like that is, you know, you don't really have time for much else. Um, literally, it was just a huge... It wasn't huge. It was like a quick process of how things went. And so with that said, I just had to kind of move very quickly. And, you know, other things went to the wayside. I didn't want to say anything because one, of course, you know, I like to wait for things to work out before I do that. And also, I just didn't have the time to post anything and say anything in terms of that. <clears throat> but, you know, now you know what's kind of going on. And <laughs> um, I have a couple of things to say about that and say now, you know, being my own space. So the first thing I will say is that, you know, um, for all my listeners, you know that, you know, when I first got out of school, I came home. Naturally, that was just kind of my thing. I was, you know, originally supposed to, or I, originally what I was thinking I was going to do, I thought I was going to go to PA school or do something in the medical field. So I figured, you know, I'd work for like a year, maybe, you know, get my master's or something like that, or, you know, work for a year, then go get into a PA program or do something that, like, unfortunately, that didn't work out in a sense. And, you know, I changed my mind. And so, you know, of course, right after that, the pandemic hit. And so I was home. I was working another job, you know, still trying to figure it out and everything like that. And, you know, that ended up leading me up until, you know, still being at home um, as of, you know, February of this month, early February of this month. Um, well, really, the middle of February of this month. And the thing is with that is there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, living with your family. There's nothing wrong with living with your parents if you have to. You know, it really should be a world that we live in that you should be able to do that. Because honestly, it's tough out here. It's 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 expensive. It's super expensive, especially if you live in Jersey. That's where I'm from. You know, rent is not cheap. Rent be like <laughs> for a studio, a studio, it'd be like a, a grand, if not more. Or, or you might get lucky. You might be able to find an apartment that's a little bit under a grand. But you still got to take into account utilities groceries you got to take into account you know um of course your utilities means your light bill you know cable all that stuff all these different things and before you know no it adds up oh don't don't forget about renter's insurance too <laughs> but yeah before you know it you have all these expenses and like you know you're shoot you have you have nothing you know you have nothing you're, you're or not you have nothing you're, you're probably like spending like fifteen hundred dollars a month and that's just, you know, to have a place to lay. And that's not taking into account a lot of other expenses or things that you have. Especially, God forbid, you have a car note. You have car insurance. You have student loans. Because student loans don't stop. They don't care if you got to, you got to, <laughs> they don't care if you're using your degree or not. They don't care if you're using your degree. They don't care if you're working at McDonald's. They don't care if you're working at Walmart, ShopRite, Target. They don't care if you're working at a Fortune 500 company. They don't care if you are a CEO somewhere, they don't care if you're a teacher somewhere, one thing they're going to do, they're going to get their money regardless. <laughs> they are still going to get that money. They are still going to, uh, yeah, they're still going to ask for their money in their, in their coin. So that's one thing is it, is it does not stop. So with that said, if you have the ability to do that, you know, it's cool and that's fine and everything like that. But sometimes, you know, you have to take a leap of faith out. And sometimes there'll be times where it'll be time to go on your own. And this was that time. So 
I just felt like I was ready, you know. It was okay being home, but you know, it's just good being have being able to have my own space, being able to talk as candidly as I want, being able to podcast, <laughs> and I have to worry about, you know, background noise or somebody knocking on my door or something like that. Like, hey, can you come here and do this? Or or hey, can you do like or you know, just all this random noise of like a TV or like music being blasted and stuff like that. Not anything that's bad because, you know, hey, when you live in a household for the people the key word is you live in a household with other people, meaning you don't live by yourself. So you kind of have to expect it, um, in a sense. But I enjoy it in that aspect. But um, I just got this to say as we go into this and we go into this topic of, you know, moving and, you know, living on your own and all these things. And my first initial thoughts, the first thing I want to talk about and um, <clears throat> I just want to say this and I say this with my whole I say this with my heart. I say this from the depths of my soul. I say this with all, all passion. I say this with with everything in me. Um, for those people who had moved out before me, my friends and, and family, and, you know, just those greats that came before me, um, I just want you to know that you have to see me. You have to see me. I just want you to know you got to see me. We have to fight because, honestly... We have to fight because didn't nobody tell me, didn't nobody, not a damn person, tell me that it's ghetto moving. Nobody. Nobody told me that. Nobody told me the different things that went into it. Nobody told me that, oh, hey, when you move, you have to go through everything and pack it all away. Nobody told me how stressful that stuff is. <laughs> nobody told me like, hey, yeah, you pretty much got to start over. Nobody told me these things. Nobody... Let me tell you what it's like moving. So, in my case, to be fair, I was on expedited. You know, it was it was expedited. It was a little bit different. I had to do it quickly. I had a two-week turnaround, you know. Couldn't just, could, didn't have a month, didn't have, you know, wasn't really super, super planned out. So, I'll eat that. I'll eat that. But nobody told me the stress that came with it. Let me tell you something. So, boom. I got the call, and I was... I was like, yeah, I have the job. Yeah, yeah, I'm blessed moving. Da, 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 da. Like, so happy and excited. Still happy and excited about being here in this position. Um... But then I realized, oh, I for real, for real have to move in two weeks. Like, meaning everything in my room, all my life stuff, it's got to get packed the freak up. It's got to be put in the bins. It's got to be packaged, all that stuff. And I have to take it with me. So, I thought last summer I was being smart. I'm like, okay, last summer it was the middle of the pandemic and all that stuff. Still the middle of the pandemic. Pandemic ain't going nowhere. We're still in a panorama. We're still in a panini. We're still in a perpendicular. We're still in a pastrami sandwich. We're still in a uh, we're still in a Panera bread. We're still in a pasta bowl. And I just don't appreciate this. <laughs> we're still in the midst of this all. And this is terrible, but I decided last year in the middle of the um, of the pyramid that I was going to, um, I was going to start cleaning out stuff, you know, and I was going to, you know, downsize and get rid of all this old stuff that wasn't serving me anymore, you know, for years, you know, and I had never had a chance to do that because, you know, once I went away from college, went away for college, you know, I had all this stuff from high school and things that weren't serving my purpose anymore in my, um, in my room. Give me one second, y'all. Water. It was a whole bunch of stuff that was just, you know, in my room. I wasn't serving any type of purpose. And I said, you know, I'm going to downsize. I'm going to get rid of it. 
So I'm talking about like old school papers. I'm talking about like, you know, old clothes that I no longer could wear. Like, you know, things that I just didn't need anymore. So I did all that. <clears throat> and to be fair, I did a pretty daggone good job. Because I had, like, I was down just a lot of stuff. Like, boom. All, basically to the degree where all the stuff I had was like stuff that was serving me recently. Like, so, you know, office supply. You know, some books. You know, maybe some old textbooks from college. You know, books that I had just for reading and stuff like that. Cool, right? Um... But apparently, I guess I didn't get rid of enough stuff because when it was time to go through stuff and say, hey, what am I taking? What am I leaving? Because, you know, some of that stuff that I was leaving behind, you know, I, I was lucky enough that I, a, I, I do words. I am lucky enough that, you know, it was everything was at my family's house and my mom's house. So, like, I'm able to leave certain things behind because, one, some of those things are like old school things that my mom probably want to hold on to that really aren't mine. <laughs> And some of that stuff is accolades and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't want to take this with me because, God forbid, something happens or I, I lose it or, you know, anything. I feel like this is the safest place. But, you know, having to go through those things and figure out what I'm going to take with me and what I'm not going to take with me. And, you know, just <laughs> the whole process of packing it up. It really sucked. And I'm a person that, like, when there's an overwhelming task in front of me, it's very difficult for me to start. So, for whatever reason, I couldn't wrap my mind around packing up and moving right it really it really did just kind of suck in a sense like i couldn't wrap my mind around it so like i did it and i did it like day by day and like piece by piece and stuff like that but it just seemed like there was more stuff and it was just more stuff to do and just keep coming and kept coming and kept coming and kept coming and like this is why i say i have to see you because y'all should have told me that you know and i don't care if y'all didn't know i don't care if y'all didn't y'all knew eventually that i move out I wish one of y'all would have pulled me aside and said, hey, you know, one day you're going to move out. One day you're going to have a life of your own. And you're going to have to move. And when you move, you stay strong. Because moving is ghetto. And when you move, guess what you're going to have to do? Pack everything up and put it in your beds. And guess what else you're going to have to do? Clean the room up after the fact. And guess what else you're going to have to do? Go shopping for furniture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the other part of moving. Let's talk about that piece. So... I don't want to say I was naive, and maybe I was, but I will say I was thoroughly caught off guard and surprised. I felt like I was bamboozled. Plymouth Rock didn't land on, I didn't land on Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on us in the sense of just how expensive furniture is, because first off, okay, so um, when, when at first, it, when, you know, I first got word that I was moving everything like that, you know, I had a conversation with my mom and everything like that. And we were like, okay, what furniture should I take? What furniture should I take? You know, how should I go about doing this? And she was saying, you know, Hey, you just really need to start off fresh. Cool. Now get myself a new bed. That's what I need to do. You know, get myself new drawers, all that stuff. Some stuff I took for me, like I took my desk cause I had just bought that desk, like literally in June. I was like, no, the desk is staying with me. The desk is going with me, and so is my office chair. Um, and some other things. But mainly, for the most part, if it wasn't closed, um, it did not leave. If it wasn't closed and it wasn't my, my game system and, like, my TV, um, it did not leave that house. So, I had to, you know, I, part of the thing was like, all right, I have to sleep somewhere. So, let's start looking for, for beds, right? So... I'm talking to my mom, we're talking, we're like, okay, we're gonna figure this out, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, and you know, tough stuff a little tight right now, you know, I've been working a while, so 
gotta figure the things out. We we have to we have to figure the things out, you know, because you know it's it's middle of a panorama, you know, money low tight. Things not things weren't that easy. Things still, you know, eh. <laughs> you know. So we in the middle of it. We trying to figure it out. Let me tell you something, and y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself. So. I started with comfort beds, and I was like, okay, I'm be smarter than the average bear, right? I'm be smarter than the average bear. I said, I'm going to get a platform bed, or I'm going to get a bed where all I have to do is buy the mattress and buy the little, the little, not the little frame, yeah, the little frame, put the frame on top of the bed. It's going to be like one of pull out zones or whatever, and it's going to be good. Little did my ignorant black behind realize, mattresses by themselves are nice little grip. <laughs> They are like a good one seventy-five to two hundred dollars, and I'm like, okay, I didn't realize that. And then somebody said, oh, oh, here's what you can do: get a mattress in a bag, or a bed in a bag, or a bag, a bed in a box, or something like that. I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I'll get that. That's like a one and done type of thing. All I got to do is get the frame. Let me tell you how much that John cost. That John was, that John was four hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. Not only $400, but I had to unwrap the bed. I had to let the bed sit out. And I had to let the John inflate. <laughs> Basically inflate or like come undone and all that stuff. And I don't know how long that would have took. I think it maybe only took 30 minutes or so. But listen, after you're done putting up together a bed and all that stuff, you don't want to have to wait for that John to inflate. You just want to be able to put it down, plop it down, wash up, get in your bed, and just chill. So that didn't work. And I was like, okay, fine. I have to just do a mattress. We'll, we'll do a mattress. We'll, we'll do that. Uh, we, we're trying to figure out. And then, like, also, it seemed like nobody had no type of deals, even though it was right after pre it was around President's Day. There was no deals going on. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to pay full price for this. I was like, well, you know, maybe if I go, maybe if I go to Unique, so I can find a bed frame or something like that. And I'm almost like, no, we're not doing that. Um... I think she wouldn't mind it, but okay. So I was like, "All right, fine. Let's let's just do a mattress, and maybe I can do the little frame. I'll do the bed frame. That 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 has to work. That has to work. That'd be cheap." And then I started looking for the full size bed frames, like the little one one together, one 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 done things. They were about three or two hundred, two or three hundred dollars themselves, and apparently. Uh, when you get a larger bed, because I have a full size, I've been sleeping on the full size since college. Um, when um, my mom got a new bed, I had I, I kind of got her bed and all that stuff. Like I got my own frame and all that stuff, upgraded beds basically. And one thing I'm gonna tell you, I was not going back to. I'm let me tell you something. I am 24 years old and I am like over 200 pounds. One thing I was not going to do was go back to a twin-size mattress. I'm sorry. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I know that sounds bougie. I know that sounds good. I should have just been appreciative of what I had. But it's a thing when you start sleeping on a real grown person bed and you have a full size. It's no way you can go back to a twin-size mattress. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. I'm afraid if I go back to a twin-size mattress, I would have fell out the bed. I'm used to being able to spread out, spread eagle, you know, I sleep crazy, so I might start off in the middle of the bed, next thing I know, I'm upside down, I have my legs in the air, I have my head against the wall, I don't, that sounds really weird, I don't, <laughs> not like that, but, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah.
I'm a wild sleeper. That's all that was to say. I'm really a wild sleeper, so there's no way I was going back to a twin size. And apparently, only the twin sizes had that little frame that I wanted. So I had to go on and get three pieces. A mattress, a box spring, and a frame. Because I was only going to get the mattress and a frame because I didn't need the box spring. Box spring would have only been for extra added piece or whatever. Really only need those when you have the frame. But now they're here and they're there. So I'm like, oh god, and it was just like, it was just, it was just stressful. It was stressful, y'all. It was super stressful. Lucky enough, I found this thing in my little hometown. This little shop. It was, it's downtown. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> probably closer to like, maybe like closer to the Baskin Robbins. And I went in there, and we were like, all right, I need a bed. Da 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 da. You know, talk to him, my dude did like for like i want to say what was it? it was like 200 for like 200 dollars. let me tell you something for 200 dollars, i got my bed i got my mattress i got my frame i got my box frame and i got that drone delivered to the new place which is a smooth 30 minutes away from where i live now where i used to live from my hometown that was probably the best deal i ever got and when I tell you, I'd be knocked out on this bed. It's a little hard. I'm not going to lie, but I probably don't need a super soft bed. Because if I had a super soft bed, um, I probably wouldn't be waking up like that. I'd be knocked out all the time. Um, as a matter of fact, the person who's listening, my friend Mina, um, I, she saw me one day. I, I think I FaceTimed her the other day after I had took a nap on this bed after I was done with work for the day. And I look like all my life I had to fight and I lost the fight. So if I had a, a even softer bed, an even more comfortable bed, uh, I'd be looking like um, I'd be looking like one of those blue calls from from Rio. I my hair just be everywhere. It'd just be looking like <laughs> listen. I'd be looking like that. I'd be looking like Patty Labelle when she had the mohawk and everything like that. I'd be looking crazy. So. The, the, the furniture thing, though, is still crazy. Like, I was able to find a bed, but listen, man, I tell y'all, a man was stressed out. A brother was stressed out. I was like, oh, man, I need that. I need, uh, oh, I'm going to need, uh, um, I'm going to need dressers. And then, like, you don't think about every little thing. Like, when you're, when you're home, right, and you're, um, you don't, you don't venture out. You venture out on your first time. You don't realize just, like, how... You, you don't realize little things add up. Like, you need little things. Like, like I knew, okay, like, you know, hey, I get toilet paper all the time, toothpaste, all that stuff. Like, those little toiletries. But it's the little things that you have that are, like, life like life conveniences. Like, for instance, like, <clears throat> and this is why, like, I really, like, my family's real MVPs for this. Because, like, they really helped me out and set me up for this. Like, set me up in a sense. Um, I was, like... The little inconvenience is like, you know, okay, boom, dish rack, like, that's the thing that you don't even think about, like, you know, or maybe you don't, you may take for granted or whatever, you know, just having a dish rack, you know, when you dry your dishes and stuff like that, didn't even think about that, or, you know, the fact of, like, you know, I had a couple pots and pans and stuff like that, but you don't realize, oh, shoot, you usually use a cutting board, and when you cut stuff up, eat a cutting board, or, oh, crap, I need a mixer because I like to bake. So, oh, a mixing bowl. Or hey, I need to be able to put stuff into the mic like a mic into the microwave and cook. 
or you know warm stuff up or even just a microwave because let me tell you the first couple days that i was here i did not have a microwave <laughs> and i felt like what it was for our parents back in the day because you know of course they didn't really have microwaves back in the day microwaves didn't come come around until a little bit later so if you wanted to warm your food up you had to pop that joint into the oven open that joint up turn the oven on hope that you pay enough attention that you don't burn your stuff <laughs> and keep it pushing and oh don't don't oh yeah and don't like you know not let it be in there long enough and forget to mix your food up because you definitely love to have cold spots <laughs> definitely gonna have cold spots in your food i learned that lesson the hard way last sunday i was like man it's kind of cold on this side and it's warm and hot here because I, I didn't rotate it around i i forgot i had to, i forgot to be my own microwave <laughs> and it rotated <laughs> so yeah but like you just think about all the little ink like the little conveniences that you don't have like or you don't even think about like you know i forgot like oh crap you know, probably need another trash can. You know, I had one trash can. I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, need another trash can for my, my garbage in my bathroom. Um, or like, you know, hey, the little rugs. Like, hey, one little mat or rug near where I sink, where I'm, my sink is at. Because, like, my bathroom is tiled. So, it's cold. <laughs> very, very cold in the morning. You know, of course, you know, you need your shower mat. So, you aren't bringing all the water outside of your shower. All these different things all the different things you know even a welcome mat because you don't want to track dirt into your apartment like all these different things i just wasn't thinking about or like i just in my mind like you don't even think about it. and it, it can add up after a while it can get kind of costly like you know i've been to the store a couple times if, um you know in a dollar store and stuff like that trying to you know get some things and it is just like crazy just crazy like what you don't even think about like until you have your own space and all that stuff and it's not cheap to furnish an apartment it can be i will say that that's one thing i learned i listen i don't know if y'all noticed about me and i don't know if i said this on a podcast episode before but the dollar tree is my favorite store the dollar tree that's my store right there you can go in the dollar tree you can spend fifty dollars and you have something to show for your fifty dollars not that i've done that before Cause no, <laughs> um, but you can go in there. Oh, you need this from the Dollar Tree? Cool. You need this little toiletry? Cool. You need that? Cool. You need that? Cool. 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 Has everything that you need in the Dollar Store. In the Dollar Store, not the Dollar Store, the Dollar Tree. Cause it, not all Dollar Stores are made even are made the same. Not all Dollar Stores are made the same. By the way, I'm just saying that there is a hierarchy to it. I put it like this: Dollar Tree is at the top, cause everything's actually a dollar in there. You can get what you need. Um, I would say under that, mm, I would say one under that would probably be the actual little localized dollar stores because you can always go in there, get some things in there as well, get some things from in there as well. They have some good deals, especially like, you know, if you go to a little town or whatever, perfect. Just chef's kiss under that has to be, has to be family dollar because you can go in a family dollar and everything's not a dollar. I don't know why they call it a dollar store. Cause it's not a dollar. I'd be going in there buying stuff. Oh, your total is $8.79. I only have three things. What happened to the dollar? What happened to the dollar store? What that don't get the call. Just call yourselves family. There is no dollar involved here. The only dollar that you have is the dollars that you're taking out of my pocket every single day. <sighs> Just call yourself family convenience store or family store. Not dollar, family dollar. 
you don't deserve that title. But what grinds my gears even more than that is the store. My, and my this is my bottom when it comes to dollar stores is Dollar General. Because Dollar General really playing your face. Dollar General is like what it want what it wants to be is family dollar, but it's incapable of. And it also wants to act like it's the dollar store. But it's like in the words of like if you ever go to a black church, um, and you, you grew up black in, in, in Baptist church or whatever, we call it lukewarm. That's what family dollar is, right? Family dollar not family dollar. Excuse me, Dollar General is lukewarm. Dollar General has his foot half in, half out. Either, oh, maybe I want to be a convenience store today. Maybe I just want to be like a little Walgreens or a little store like that. Maybe I want to be a dollar store. But it has never fully committed to anything, right? And it's never fully committed. See, it's stores like that that make it hard for people like me. Because you're either going to be a dollar store and I'm going to be a, I'm going to patronage in your store. And I'm going to go there on a regular basis. Or you're going to be a little convenience store. And you're going to let me know that. And I'm going to be cool with that. And I'm going to realize, hey, I only go in here every once in a while. Maybe I need some bleach or something. I'll go to your store. Maybe I just want a little snack. Maybe I want a little cold pop. Maybe I'll go in there. But for you to be in the middle and to show you're behind and act like you're one thing but know that you're not. I don't appreciate that. And you know what? God is going to get you for that. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say is God is going to get you for that. But anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm cutting off. I'm, cutting. I'm showing off today, y'all. I got, got a little audience and I just don't know how to act. <laughs> sorry. I miss this. I don't realize how much I miss this, y'all. And being able to talk like this and podcast like this, it's been so long since I've been able to do this. It's been so long since I could podcast like this, like this, talking my mess. <laughs> it's been so long. Um, but yeah. Whew. Um, but as I was saying, because I didn't went on a whole tangent, is um, it doesn't have to be super expensive to to furnish an apartment, but it can be kind of pricey. And that's one thing that, like I said, all those people who didn't warn me all this time, y'all have to fight me and see me, <laughs> see me. Y'all have to see me expeditiously. <laughs> In the words of, oh wait, never mind, he's canceled. We're not doing that. Um, but anyway. <laughs> have to see me but yeah that's one aspect to it um just the whole apartment uh yeah moving thing and all that stuff you know packing stuff up you know doing all that uh you know the probably the easiest part was like i knew where my stuff was at i had been you know i i don't have a lot of like a lot of stuff like supplies why like i had my blender i had all those different things like i knew all that so like i had spent stuff like you know i knew where my stuff was strategically and everything like that but it was just like you know getting there and just getting to this mindset because you know you start thinking like man this is like you know you when you make that transition from from home a place that you call for home called home all of your life um into a new unknown environment and into your own space I'm not going to lie, it can be kind of scary a little bit. You can kind of like almost revert in a sense like, man, do I really want to do this or whatever? You start getting nervous. You start thinking, am I able to handle this? Do I deserve this? Can I do this? Like you you think about those things and it's like, you know, well, yeah, you can. If you if it wasn't meant for you to have this, this wasn't meant for you. This wasn't the place it was meant for you to be at. 
you wouldn't have this. You wouldn't be in this place, right? And so <clears throat> I just had that kind of moment a couple times where I was like, man, like, this is real. And the funny thing is, like, for months and, like, you know, even, like, a year or two, um, it really for months or since last year, I was talking to my friend, one of my friends, and we were talking about, you know, just, you know, where we're at in life with different places and some things we may or may not have been happy with. And, you know, I had just this 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 revelation one day. I was like, you know, the crazy thing is we're going to be looking back like years from now, looking at this place that we're in and we're never going to get this again. Like, you know, say you're in your bedroom or your childhood bedroom. And I thought about that last year. I was like, this is the only time that I'm going to be here like this again in this space. After this, I'm not going to have this type of space and be in this place again. And it's not to say that it's, you know, oh, it's to be sad or anything like that. You should be happy because you want to keep moving and growing, but you should appreciate where you're at and you should appreciate the place and position that God has placed you in while you're there. Because once you you move out of that space and you're out of that, that mode or whatever, you don't really get it again. I mean, you know, in a sense of, of course, you know, I'll be going back home to, you know, visit and stuff like that. That's different, but I mean, in the sense of like, I live here. This I wake up. This is my this is my daily. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing, and all that stuff. It's different. It truly and it honestly is different. You know, it's a different type of life. It's a different type of you know, not style, but it's it's a whole different thing. So I think about that. Like you know, I wake up here in this room, in my bedroom here. Which, by the way, <laughs> nice. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love having. Uh, <laughs> love having this 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 probably this bedroom's larger than my old bedroom um two closets too <laughs> slight flex <laughs> no i'm playing but nah i'm joking but of course you know you wake up and it's like it's different you know it's not your old bedroom you know it's not the the place that you're accustomed to you know you don't have people next door you know you don't have your mom who might live across the hall from you or your brother lives you know right next to you or anything like that so it's a little bit different in that sense but i appreciate it you know i really do um and that kind of goes into the next transition just talking about you know living on your own so i guess some of the things that i underestimated um and i i really should have thought about this you know especially when it comes to being in a pandemic is that it can be kind of lonely so um with my job uh because of like you know working at a university and stuff like that you know and different things and taking precautions um we we i have the option to be tested every so often for you know the virus and stuff like that and you know before i could do other things you know it was recommended and it's definitely something i had to do where i have to get tested before i can you know start doing other things so I've been working remotely, and that's been cool and everything like that, you know, that flexibility, and it's like, you know, I'm, I, I've am i worked remotely, I was working remotely all of last year, pretty much, um, well, yeah, all of last year, because I stopped, yeah, basically all of last year, um, and so, you know, I'm used to it, but, you know, it kind of got lonely, in a sense, you know, and that's just the first week, so, you know, as time goes on, I'll have my routine, and I'll, you know, I'll be used to it and all that stuff, and I, and right now, I do appreciate my quiet time, my quiet space. Um, but I kind of felt lonely in a sense because, like, you know, going from directly, you know, having a place where, you know, every single day there's somebody across the hallway or, you know, your your parents are here, you know, your, your, your brother's here, whomever, you know, just living with people. Even if you have roommates, you know, maybe you live in a apartment with roommates or whatever. Going from that to, like, you know, it being very silent, it's kind of weird, you know, in a sense. Um, I kind of underestimated that, you know, eating dinner by myself, um, 
some days I'd like I would you know I'd eat outside like one day I ate out I ate in my living room um which was kind of like quieter like it's I, it's still not fully furnished I'm trying to think of how I want to do that uh, I figured that out um but like you know doing that or I eat in my bedroom like a lot of times like when I eat I do like play a YouTube video or something like that or I'll play like you know music or not really music but like you know a podcast just because like background noise I don't like just direct silence and all that stuff there, there's a time and place for that, but for the most part, I like, you know, to have the noise, you know, to, to drown out. Just the silence, you know, and just have something, you know, interesting in the background. Because I like to eat and watch stuff, too. But, you know, that's one of those pieces, like, I just thought about, like, you know, that was kind of like, you know, it's different. Or, you know, or even, like, you know, um, just how, like, I go about, like, you know, showering and stuff like that, you know. I got so conditioned, like, you know, in college, <laughs> um, even being home, because, you know, got to get out rushing somewhere and all that stuff or you know people are in the house so like to the point of like you know I've gotten so conditioned of like you know just bring my underwear in the bathroom with me or having a change of clothes or whatever um with me in the bathroom that like that's even something I've had to break myself out of like you know hey you know just go to your room and you know you can really take the time to you know dry off and moisturize and all that stuff there's nobody rushing to, into the bathroom or you don't have to worry about seeing about somebody seeing you or anything like that um, so just thinking about that in a sense too has been like a thought process, you know, and just how I move in a sense. Um, it's kind of weird. It's just a weird space, you know. I, I found myself like, <laughs> and I'm not that I'm you know going crazy or anything like that. Like, like, but it, it's 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 weird. It's a good and it's weird. Like it's weird in a sense of like you know, I found myself the other day, and this could be, you could probably people probably call this where like I was listening to a podcast and I'm literally talking back to the podcast like the person's there, but like you know. If I'm watching TV or doing something like that, I would usually do that in a normal. If I was home, though, I wouldn't do that because, you know, I probably would get weird eyes like, what is he doing? Something's going on there. But, like, I guess feeling more comfortable or feeling comfortable in the space where I can do that, um, I would say is really, you know, really good in a sense. Because, um, like, I don't have to worry about, you know, background noise. I don't have to worry about, you know, censoring myself in a sense. So, like, if I'm listening to my music loud, I can do that. If I'm, like, you know, recording my podcast, I don't have to be mindful of, like, background noise. If I'm, like, you know, um, having a conversation, like, I don't have to worry about somebody hearing me say something, like, you know, my sense of humor, brand of humor, saying something weird or whatever. You know, I can kind of speak as freely as I want to, which has been, like, you know, a real blessing. You know, especially, like, even in therapy, you know, that was probably, like, um, you know, having my own space. I probably had one of the best sessions that I've had in a very long time. Because, you know, there's certain things, you know. I was just able to talk about, you know, and I didn't have to worry about, you know, having other people here. Not anything crazy or anything like that, but, you know, it's still like, you know, when you're in therapy, usually, and this was like outside of the pandemic, you can kind of talk and you can talk very freely. But when you're doing it remotely, um, virtually, it's very difficult, you know, to say certain things because you're afraid, you know, if you say something that might you know, hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, if it's, it could be about somebody or it's anything like that. You, you have to be very mindful and you almost censor yourself in a sense. So it felt good not having to do that. That's one thing I can say I definitely look forward to. Or I, I, I've been I've been enjoying and I, I, I look forward to more is being able to have more of that. Those conversations and be in that space where I can kind of do that. Uh, without worrying about, you know, um, you know, all those, you know, extra pieces and layers. Like now I don't have to go out in my car and record my podcast anymore. Really am going to enjoy that.
like super like I'm seriously gonna enjoy that. That you know, but it definitely you definitely feel a difference, you know. Even um, cause I can be a little scaredy cat. Um, I I think a couple nights I slept my door bedroom door locked. Cause I was just like I, even though my I have my front door is locked and everything like that, and I live in a whole dorm, so it's like it's it's just fine and it's like it's Fort Knox in here. Um, I still lock my bedroom, you know, or whatever. I have my bedroom door closed. Like I can't sleep with like doors being open. I, I don't know. It just freaks me out. <laughs> so it's like things like that. Like, um, I even when I was at home, I didn't sleep with my bedroom door open. But it's like you know, that's just something that's even continued more so. And it's like now, like my bathroom door. Nine times out of ten, it's staying closed. Um, if I'm asleep, or you know, like I'll I'll take the time and I'll open my bathroom door. I haven't had one of those moments where I got out in the middle, got up in the middle, and I had to go to the bathroom yet. Or like my bedroom door, I'm keeping my bedroom door closed. Like I don't want to look up and look out and look in my living room and see that space. Nah, but um. Anyway, I've just been rapping a long time about that, but you know, moving and having my own space has been really dope. Um. Uh, I'll say like, you know, having all this space is pretty cool, you know, just thinking about the possibilities, like, you know, I have a little area I could like, you know, start exercising, working out in, um, doing different things like that. Um, cooking for myself, that's something I've already been doing, so it hasn't been a big deal in a sense, but you know, that's, oh, that's another piece. That was the other piece I was bringing up is that it's cooking and eating and, you know, um, being an adult, um, Another thing that I said you have to see me on, and I do I do pose this question. Um, and my my fellow other you know adults on their own you know, um, young adults on their own can tell me this: is do we need to eat every day? I just want to know, do we have to eat every single day? Is that is that a requirement by the law? Is somebody going to like fight me if I don't eat every single day? Because, listen, groceries are no joke. <laughs> groceries, gro- gro- groceries, what is that? What is groceries? I don't know. Sorry, I don't, I just be talking to my, my, my talk, my, my mouth just does a thing of its own. But groceries are not cheap. You know, it is expensive to eat every single day. I went to the grocery store and I said, okay, cool. I'm going to go to the grocery store. going to fill up my pantry. Or not fill it up necessarily. I'm going to get the essentials. I'm going to get some stuff to make sure I'm good. You know, I'm going to make sure I have my peanut butter and my jelly. I already had that, actually. i make sure I have my mayo. You know, maybe I want to have a sandwich or whatever. Have my mayo. Maybe I want to have, you know, I don't know what I can do with mayo. I'm just using that example. Oh, I have some, I have some tuna. Maybe I want to make it some tuna salad. Um, Or I want to make some chicken salad. Have my tuna. Boom. Oh, wanna make a little pasta? A little pasta. Let's grab the pasta. Boom. Oh, mushrooms. Not really doing a meat thing like that. Gonna get some mushrooms. Oh, mushrooms are on sale. Boom, 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 boom. Let's get the mushrooms. Boom. Grab that stuff. Oh, I wanna go make a little spaghetti or ziti or something this week. We're gonna grab some of the sauce. Oh, gonna grab my fruit so I can start doing my smoothies and start juicing again. Listen, y'all. By the time I did all that, I got my groceries. It was over $100, and my heart stopped, because how dare you, food industry, how dare you, how dare you make it so that I 
could. Oh, I just remember I had waffles in the freezer. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> really? I, I forgot. I just thought about that. But the point that I just thought about, or I'm, I'm saying is, how dare y'all make food so be so expensive? How dare y'all? Because when I really look at what I had, I had a probably a decent amount of stuff. But really what I had wasn't like all that for like what I could have probably spent or what's that what your money could have got you in a sense. Like I'm good for a while because I'm by myself. But I couldn't imagine having a family, a household of people and spending money in buying household people stuff because my little stuff went up there, Jack. That probably be like a, I'd be lucky. Maybe I'd be like a week or a half or two of stuff. But like, for what I got, no. Why? And that's why I question, maybe I do not have to eat every single day. Maybe I can eat every other day. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe we can check on intermittent fasting. Like, okay. And maybe intermittent fasting to another degree. Like, okay, I ate on Monday. Mm, no, no, I ate on Monday. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Eight on Monday. I'll eat again on Wednesday. Tuesday, we not eating. We'll drink water. We'll drink water. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do a water. We'll, we'll do a water fast. We'll call it a fast. Cause you know, we know we love the fast. We love a fast. So we'll call it a fast. You know, we'll, we'll say we're doing it for Jesus and everything like that. You know, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll then skip over. I'll, I'll fast again on Thursday and Friday. Friday, my favorite day of the week. You know, we lit on Friday. We gonna eat on Friday. We gonna do that. Thursday, Saturday. Mm. Maybe we'll have a little snack, a little snacky snack, maybe a little peanut, maybe one peanut, just one. You know, nothing too crazy. And on Sunday, we're going to eat on Sunday, right? And then we'll just skip and we'll jump around the week next week. <laughs> but do we need to eat every single day is what I question. Do we need to eat every single day? I just want to know. I don't think so. I think that, you know, eating every single day. It's a choice, and I think I'm willing to make that ultimate sacrifice and choice and not do that just for the sake of keeping my pantry where I need to be at. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm a little bit of a bigger fella too. I could afford to, I could afford to miss a couple meals, you know. I've been losing my weight, not gonna lie, I've been losing my weight, you know, change my eating habits, you know, down a couple pan size. Maybe that'll help a little bit, you know, cut out what I'm eating a little bit, you know, skip a couple days, you know keep that food pantry up, you know, not trying to do the grocery shopping like that, that'll help a little bit, I'm, I'm joking, of course, you know, please, please, people eat, don't, don't, don't not eat, but <laughs> that's how grocery bills be making you feel like, you know, um, you'd be like, dang, do I really need to eat, but yes, you do have to eat, um, literally, I, I could not operate if I didn't eat, you know, you need, you need food to operate, you need food to have the energy and all that stuff, you know, um, which is why I am glad that like I was very mindful. I'm conscious of like what I bought because I bought staples that will last me like oatmeal. You know, I have my mushrooms, which I can make multiple meals out of. Um, I have like, you know, other things that allow me to create more creations and stuff like that. So it is pretty good and it's pretty lit. But damn, Ooh, I wasn't trying to cuss on the podcast. <laughs> They're pretty good this week, but just dang. Grocery prices are expensive, y'all. Just keep that in mind. It is expensive as hell. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been pretty cool. I like my space. I like living on my own. Um, I do miss kind of some of the human contact sometimes, you know. But I'll I'll be having that more so like you know soon. You no, know, with my job, you know, getting into the office and stuff like that, it'll be more of that. 
Um, and then, like, you know, because there's a pandemic and everything like that, I'll probably be doing most of what I was doing before. If I want to see my friends, I'll FaceTime them or, you know, we'll do Zoom or, or Google Meet, really, because I keep saying Zoom. I'll really be doing Google Meets, not Zooms. So we'll, we'll do stuff like that, in a sense, you know, to, you know, keep in contact. So it's not a big, big deal, for real, for real. Um, but I guess my last piece on that is, you know, anybody who's struggling, anybody who's, you know, not on their own yet or you know going to be on their own soon first for the people who are going to be who are not on their own yet and struggling where they're at you know um in the words of my friend my very kind friend mina <laughs> you know um then parison is a thief of joy and so um we talked about me and her had conversations about me being on my own and just you know different things like that and just different things in my life you know a couple times and you know, one thing we talk about is Ferrison is a thief of joy. When it is meant to happen, it's going to happen. And God is going to place you in a certain position and place in space. Um, don't rush it because you want it to be done in the right way, in the right, or in a creator. Because if you don't believe in God, you know, your creator, that could be whomever or whatever or whoever. Or in a sense of like, you know, what you believe. But, you know, in a sense, you have to wait for things to be in perfect accordance and timing. Timing is very important, you know, in a sense. I'm sorry, I was reading something. But, like, timing is very important, you know. Um, I was, It wasn't meant for me to, you know, everything happened the way it was happening. You know, me not having that job position anymore was meant for me to happen. Because if I didn't, if I was still in that job position, would have never had this opportunity to take this job, would never had the opportunity to be on my own, would never had opportunity to, you know, begin, you know, starting in a position that, you know, maybe more aligns with what I want to do or with who I am as a person, you know, all those different things. Um, you know, so, you know, you just have to be, you have to be very careful, or not careful, you have to be very mindful of, of things and just mindful of the time and space that you're in and realize that it, it takes time. It takes time, you know, and it's it's in it's in a perfect time, and it's not in our timing. Our timing might be next week. We want something. We want something. We want something. We want something, and that's not the perfect the perfect time. The perfect timing is what I'll call it. Um, the perfect time. It might not be next week. It may be two weeks from now, three weeks. It might be a year from now. But you can't give up and give. You can't give up and get upset. Um, because of that. You have to just keep going and you have to, you know, work towards it and realize that things will get better and be okay with that, you know. And eventually they will, you know. And it may not look the way that you think it would look. You know, it might look very different. You have to be open as well. You have to allow yourself to be open up to different possibilities and different things when it comes down to it. Because um, if you don't do that, you're really, you know, in a sense, doing yourself a disservice. Because, you know, things may not come. We, we ask for things. But the, the key word or thing, the joke is always, excuse me, um, you know, be careful what you ask for. And I don't believe that because I don't think anything will co come of harm that you have. But definitely be careful what you ask for means that it may not come in a way that you thought it was going to come in. And so when it doesn't, you know, be happy with what you have and realize, you know, hey, it can come in the form, but I'll make the best out of it. I'll be happy to make the best out of it. You know, and I don't mean that, you know, oh, it's a negative thing because things not coming in a way that, or shape or form that we thought is also a good thing because, you know, it might be a possibility that you didn't even think of and it's so dope, you know, like this, this 
position, this job, this new opportunity coming in the way it came in, I couldn't have even imagined or, or you know, or, or fathom, fathomed, I guess, you know, in a sense. And it's it's good. It's a really good position. It's really good. It's a really great opportunity. And me, myself, probably wouldn't have been able to think about this. I'd have just been thinking, I need a job or, you know, I need some, I need to be doing something or whatever. But I couldn't imagine, you know, in this job, I would have the opportunity to do X, Y, and Z and blah, Z, blah, Z, blah, and all these different things and all these different opportunities will come with it, you know. So you have to be able to do that. And for the people, I guess, who are living on their own and stuff like that, you know, um, for the first time is hanging there. It's not easy, you know, especially during a pandemic, you know, it's, it's a little lonely and stuff like that. But, you know, be happy that you have peace of mind and that you are in a place, you know, you're blessed to be in a place where you, you can maintain your own, you know, stuff like that. Do some fun things, you know, enjoy your space and all that stuff. Make the most out of it, you know, in a sense. And, you know, get out, get fresh air, you know, keep in contact with people. Be cool with that. Do all those things, you know, in a sense. It's, it's all right. It's all right. You know, and also, you know, take your time, you know, furnishing your apartment. You don't have to do it all in one all in one day that is one thing somebody did tell me you don't have to furnish it all in one day you know you want to take time get to know your space see the mood that you're in feel the mood that you're in and from there you can really feel it and you can do those things you know by you taking you know by you rushing to furnish this space or you know rushing to um to jump up and do do x y and z you're you know you're putting unnecessary stress and pressure on yourself um in a sense but um, that's all I really have to say on that aspect. And it's almost at the hour mark, and I do have a couple more things. This is actually gonna this is gonna be a longer episode today. So, um, I because I have so much to say because I haven't been here for a couple weeks, so it's just really dope, you know. But you know, that's where I'm at with life and stuff like that. That's my life update, you know. I know y'all be liking that because y'all be nosy and stuff like that. So, <laughs> um, moving on, uh, to the other pieces. Um, so I want to talk about Valentine's Day. So as y'all know, I had recently had a, um, a, like a, a love episode in February because of Amor and everything like that. I do have a Black History episode that's dropping. Um, not in the form that you think it is, but you know, it's Black History to me. And you know, it talks about the important aspects of going to an HBCU. That will be dropping around the same time this episode does, um, in a sense. So, um, please keep an eye out for this, but... You know, part of February is February is so much, and, you know, Valentine's Day is in February as well. It's been now a week since Valentine's Day, so I didn't get a chance to tell you guys about it. But, you know, I had an interesting Valentine's Day. So, as y'all know, um, for me, I was just moving into my new place and stuff like that. So, you know, just moving into my new place, was trying to get things together. Um, for me, it was really a pretty busy Valentine's Day. I had to go do laundry. <laughs> um you know, I had to pick up a couple things, you know, handle a couple things. So it was really a busy day. But I just thought about Valentine's Day this year as my my self-care day. That's what I really viewed it as. Because, you know, for me, it's been, uh, it's 2021. So it's been, it'll be going on three years since my last relationship. So it's been, I've spent the last two, no, yeah, I've spent the last two Valentine's Days or I guess now three, I spent now, this is my third, this is my third Valentine's Day, I was in a relationship and stuff like that, so, you know, I didn't have any prospects, I didn't have any backup and stuff like that, you know, some people keep, you know, a, you know, a backup of people or, you know, 
I was dating around. I wasn't doing that. You know, I wasn't in space and I haven't been doing that because pandemic. And also, it's just kind of hard to um, not have my own space. That is something I'm going to definitely explore more of, you know, and think about in a sense. Um, but we'll see. Anywho. Anyway, the word that I was trying to, what I was trying to talk about, or I was talking about in that sense is, you know, when it comes to Valentine's Day, I just really thought, like, okay, this would be dope. You know, I've been working, I've been, you know, working all week to try to get things ready for this apartment, you know, moving all that stuff. I've been busting my behind, you know, running to the store, packing, you know, and everything like that. And by Sunday, I was exhausted. So I said, I'm going to do some self-care things. So I was thinking, okay, you know, have myself a nice little glass of wine, have myself some wine. You know, eat some pizza, watch a movie and stuff like that. Um, it actually didn't look like that. So, um, for me, I did have my wine. But, you know, somebody had cooked, you know, at my house. Um, my brother did something special Valentine's Day for, you know, my mom and his, his wife. So, I got some of the food from that. Um, that was really dope. It was good food. It was really good food. Got some of that, um, and, you know, I ended up not watching the movie, but I spent some time with some cool people, you know, talking and just laughing and stuff like that. It was a good day. It was honestly, it was honestly a good day. Um, and I think that's the thing about Valentine's Day, and I say this, and I just want to put this out here, and that's why I want to talk, want to kind of talk about it, is that, you know, Valentine's Day is just, just that. It's a day. It's a, it's a made-up holiday in a sense, you know. It's a holiday that, you know, it's about love. That's how I view it. You know, even though there's a commercialization piece to it, whether in a relationship or not, use a day as a day to, you know. <laughs> I'm sick of you. Um, my listener, my live listener said Valentine's Day is ghetto anyway. It is, fam. It is. You're right. It's, it's ghetto as hell. It's super ghetto. <laughs> But um, it's supposed to be about a day of love, and that could be self-love or it could be any type of love, appreciating those around you. Think of it as that I decided to use it as a day of self-love and focusing on me, in a sense, um, and things like that. So, you know, with that said... She also said the matching set is played out. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. Before I get into my soapbox, because y'all know how I am, let's talk about this matching set. <laughs> so, I just wanna, I just wanna ask this question for y'all. And I'm a hater because I do say this. I'm a self-proclaimed hater. You know, I like, you know, it was nice seeing. I, I one thing about Valentine's Day, I like seeing the couples on Valentine's Day. I like seeing y'all, y'all matching stuff and y'all doing your things up. Didn't see a lot of couples this year on Valentine's Day, so I wanna, not sure what's going on there, but <laughs> I just have this question for y'all. Riddle me this. So, um, December 25th of this of last year, right, 2020. There's a lot of couples that were together that had a lot of matching stuff, a lot of matching sets. Um, where was I on February 14th? I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to get into your business, but <laughs> I just want to know what happened between that. See, because let's think about this. That was less than 90 days. Like, you, you know, when you start a new job, there's a 90-day probation period. I just want to know what happened because you figure, boom, a month from... A month of, <laughs> a month from from December twenty fifth to January twenty fifth, 
that's that's 30 days, right? That's about 30, 31 days. Then you get from, boom, January 25th to February 25th. But you take, let's, let's, let's just say that's another 60 days. That's 60 days. Let's take 14 from that. Let's take 14 from that. What happened in the 44 days? <laughs> Explain to me what happened. 44 days later, no Valentine's Day. What is going on? <laughs> Hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll stick. Let me take something from the... Ah! <laughs> taking something from our, from our listener. They broke up after Christmas. <laughs> they were showing off for the gram and broke up. <laughs> see? That... See? Let's talk about that. Um... That flexing on the gram really be beating y'all behind. Let me just tell y'all that. That's my biggest thing. Like, when I got this job and all this stuff in my new apartment, my biggest thing first is, and I'm not a flexer to begin with, like, yeah, I didn't know until I said on the podcast I had a whole new car. Um, I like take pictures and do stuff, like, just to show y'all, like, what it looks like, because I am happy and I think I do need to, you know, show different things. But anyway, the point is, flexing on the gram really be beating y'all behind. Cloud is a drug for y'all. And y'all need to stop because, like I said, and like listener Mina said, y'all was together for Christmas Day and all that stuff. Had the beautiful matching outfits, you know. Some of y'all had the little Santa's claws. Some of y'all had Mrs. Claus. Some of y'all had Mr. Claus on it, um, on y'all shirts. Actually, maybe I didn't see that. That's actually something I just made up. I'm, st- I'm taking that. I'm going to do that. And if any of y'all raggedies next year do that when I do have a relationship, um, I don't know when or how that's going to happen. Just now I'm beating y'all down. But anyway, the point that I was making um, <laughs> is that, yeah, y'all was showing out on Christmas Day. Y'all was real cute on Christmas Day, but um, I ain't see that same energy on February 14th. I don't, what's going on here? I don't understand. Um, I just, I am confusion. I'm confused. I don't, I don't, I don't know why and how that this happened. I just, I just want to, I just... Lord help y'all. We gonna pray for y'all. You know. <sighs> you know what? Let's take a moment and talk about haters for a second, right? <laughs> Let's talk about haters. Let's talk about haters. So, the listener um, said that when I get in a relationship uh, with my girlfriend, I better not have a matching set or she's roasting me. And let me tell you something. Mind your business, because when I tell you, listen, that's the one thing I say about the Valentine's Day. Um, I'm going to just throw off the self-love is important, stuff like that, da-da-da-da-da. No, but seriously, self-love is important. Please do self-love, practice self-love. That's what I did. I had my time for myself, and it was cool. You know, and that's how you should do it and view Valentine's Day, and also appreciating those you have around you, because love is love. And it should be a thing that you appreciate in every shape or form. It can be, you know, love with friends, love with, you know, you know, family, love for self and stuff like that. It doesn't have to just be commercialization and all those different things. Now, back to the point, back to me um, getting with this person. Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all all something. When I get into my next relationship and I put this on Twitter, and I'm going to tell y'all word for word what I put right here. And I tell y'all this happened on February 14th of 20. 21 so we'll see where we're at in 2022 but i want you to read this i want you to i want you to know this so boom i'm gonna say this on february 14th of 2021 on twitter i said 
with that said just know next year i'm going to the mall with somebody daughter and we're taking those early dreamy 2000 pictures with matching airbrush t-shirts i'm gonna be head all day yes i am and let me tell you something if y'all are a hater and you hate to see it well i love to see it because you guess what i love it i love it i love it i love to see it i'm doing that and y'all know the pictures i'm talking about remember back in the day and we weren't necessarily teenagers then because we saw the teenagers but i always wanted to do this you might have did this with your mom or maybe your family i can't wait i want to go to the mall and have that little dreamy background with like the little um like the little um where you can barely see it it's almost like cropped out or whatever it's like a, um not a fog what do you call it you know what i mean but it's like a dreamy background and it's gonna be me and my girlfriend and she gonna have my name i'm gonna get her one of those necklaces that has my name i'm gonna have a chain that has her name right here and we're gonna have the airbrush t-shirt and it's gonna say this in life forever or whatever it's gonna be dope she gonna have the little hoop earrings with the lip gloss and everything like that we're gonna be taking the pictures together and it's gonna be dope and it's gonna be lit and for all the haters right now i just want to say this to you y'all can keep hating on hate on i love the hate please <laughs> it's sick of her I'm sick of you. I'm sick of this person. Please don't do the serious Photoshop. I am doing definitely doing the serious Photoshop. I'm doing all the Photoshop. I can't wait, and it's gonna be amazing. And y'all gonna be hating. And like I said, y'all can keep hating on because y'all can't. Y'all just y'all mad because y'all can't be me. You can't see me. You hurt. That's what it is. You can't see me nor be me. That's what y'all issue is. Y'all can't be me. Y'all can't see me. So there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna read the next thing that told me. Oh no. Anyway, moving on, but yeah, Valentine's Day was interesting this year. It was dope. I did not get to watch the photograph again like I wanted to. And maybe I'll make myself, or not make myself, I'm going to watch it today. I want to watch some TV today or some movies. That's one thing I haven't been doing a lot of. Um, a lot of this pandemic. I haven't been watching a lot of TV and movies and stuff like that. So I don't want to do that. So, um, you know, if I get in the mood, maybe I'll watch some 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 photograph um, again. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I don't know. Anyway, moving on to the next thing. Like I said, it's been a couple weeks. Um, something really dope happened, by the way. <clears throat> That's the last, this is the last thing I want to talk about. So, um, as some of you may or may not be aware, um, one of my favorite rappers in the world, probably, I say one of the best rappers in the world, no cap, I don't care who you say, I don't care anybody else, there's nobody above this person, this is the musical GOAT! Lupe Fiasco, on February 16th, turned 39 years old. He had a birthday. And this is why I will say the good thing about technology and social media is it's dope. So, on that day, um, Lupe Fiasco, there's this app called Clubhouse. And if you haven't had a chance to join it yet, you should really join it. If you get a chance, you know, get an invite. If not, I feel bad for you. If you have an Android, I don't know what to tell you. I appreciate and love my Android people too. Came from that. Not forgetting where I came from, but you know, hey, favor's not fair. <laughs> favor's not fair, you know. Um, get your get your get your amp get your Apple up. Um, 
you get yourself an iPad. I don't know what you, you have to. You have to figure out a way to. You got to be in it to win it. Got to figure out a way to do that. But anyway, <laughs> what I was saying is, on Clubhouse, on Lupe Fiasco's birthday, the goat, by the way. There was a clubhouse where um, he basically, uh, not him, but somebody like who knows him or you know, he's kind of got a chance to be acclimated with on clubhouse. Basically, mind your business, Mina. I know I was an Android user, my, user, mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. See? See? You know what? Okay. Got you. <laughs> mind your business. But anyway. Um. Yeah, so basically there was a, a appreciation day for his birthday, and on his birthday, um, well, like I said, it was a appreciation day. So in the clubhouse, where you know different people like that person was playing his music and stuff like that, just really appreciating him and all that stuff. We were just it was just a dope place because I've never ever gotten to meet any other fans in person or be around other Lupe Fiasco fans because like growing up, like you know. All the music and stuff like that. I had musical, different musical tastes and stuff like that. People mess with Lupe, but people really wasn't messing with him like that because, like, he wasn't making the type of music, you know. Especially back then. And not to say I doesn't listen to the stuff like, you know, when back when I was in middle school, you know, Young Money, Cash Money was the hottest. It was if it wasn't Wayne, if it wasn't Drake, if it wasn't Nicki, if it wasn't, you know, I don't want to say if it was Tiger. <laughs> um, that's mean. Let me stop. If it wasn't certain artists, you know. <clears throat> Um, that were getting played, you know, they weren't, you know, that wasn't who was hot at that time. That's really who wasn't hot. And not to say Lupe was never, he wasn't, not that he wasn't hot, his music wasn't hot, but, you know, for the average listener, like, somebody my age, you know, people weren't really listening to him like that. Like, it would have made more sense, like, hey, you know, he came out with his initial album in 2006, Food and Liquor, and then, you know, after that, he had the cool and, you know, lasers and all that stuff. Um, so it would even make more sense, you know, had I been like a teenager during the time and like going through my formative years, you know, being that, but I don't even know how I came across his music to this day. I don't remember. I think I know how I do remember how I, um, came across his music. Probably it was actually, yeah, it was like 2011 or 2010, right when, um, it was right when lasers came out. And I heard the show goes on. And I was like, okay. Dun, 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 dun. And I was like, this is pretty dope. And from there, heard that. And then he had a song with Trey Songs, you know. He had a song with Trey Songs, you know, um, and everything like that. <clears throat> and, you know. Um, ah, why can't I think of the song? He had the song with Trey Songs from Laser Off Lasers. And, you know, pretty much from there, I, I became a fan. And I started exploring his older stuff. And I was like, <gasps> he's dope. His music is dope. Super, super dope. You know, out of my head was Trey Songs. It was the name of the song. And so, you know, I became a fan. And basically, you know, I but I've never had a chance to actually be around other fans and listen to music with them and, you know, really appreciate his music and stuff like that. You know, most people judge me. They'd be like, okay, well, Lupe's dope or whatever. He's lyrical, but he's too lyrical and stuff like that. Like, stupid stuff like that. So being able to be in this clubhouse was really dope and just made me experience that. But the better, the best part about this is Lupe was in this clubhouse. And I sound like a child and I really am because, like, it's... When you get to meet your idols or be around your idols, even if it was virtually through Clubhouse and I didn't physically be in the same space as them, but being able to be there was just so dope. And like, you know, I 
I'm a Lupe stan, like, you know, I'm just like, that's one person, like, you know, outside of music, um, not only just musically, but like, you know, I look up to him in a lot of ways, like, you know, that how he thinks, you know, always, you know, forcing people like with his Instagram lives, like the, what he's done, done with Instagram live and he's done with the pandemic has just been like really amazing, um, in a sense. And it's just really dope. Um, just kind of like what he's done with that, you know, making people add value and to think, you know, and just not look at things from face value and constantly push, you know, so I've always admired that about him. Do I always agree with everything he says? No. Because um, I just like, I think some things are pretty skewed or, you know, it can be a sense of cynicalism in it, but neither here nor there. Um, but, you know, this is somebody I really truly like look up to. Like, there's too, there's not too many people like who are quote unquote celebrities or, you know, influence. No, he's not an influencer, but like celebrities or, you know, famous who I look up to, but he's definitely one person. So being able to be in the same space and like, you know, we're all interacting and talking. Like, he's talking about his music and he's just being hilarious. Like, he's, he's just on his, he's on his birthday stuff. Like, he's, singing his favorite songs, he's rapping, he's DJing, like, saying, this is my song, this is my song, da-da-da-da-da, you know, even being able to go on the clubhouse stage and talk, like, and just have conversation with him a little bit, you know, interact, was just dope as hell, like, it was just so freaking dope, yo, I just appreciated it, and, like, you know, it was just a dope thing, just being able to appreciate him, and, like, you know, it felt, like, very intimate and private, you know, and just, hearing him like you know and then of course you know, like people he knew like personally came in you know and like celebrated him like you know his one of his best friends bishop g um people he like you know he was in the industry with like he like you know some managers you know people who like you know who who he's, who sees um you know who's done his stuff like when he did music videos you know friends childhood friends and stuff like that you know all these different things <clears throat> being able to hear them talk so great on his name and stuff like that and you know even being able to probably the most important part of that day was being able to give him his flowers and say yo like and he responded and say appreciate it being able to tell him like just how much like food and liquor to his album meant to me and being able to like you know hear him verbally say thank you you know and just let him know like how much i love the album like it was just dope like it honestly made my week and it may have been his birthday but like you know that was probably one of the coolest experiences I had this week. Like, I will never forget that, like, you know. And it just made me even more so, like, I can't wait until this thing is over. Where we get some type of sense of normalcy. Because if I get a chance to, when it's over and I get a chance to go to a concert, I don't care where it's at. I'm paying the money. I'm paying. I'm going to save up money. I'm getting the full package done. I'm getting some of the best seats in the house. And I'm going to physically, you know, be there to enjoy his music. Um, and heck, maybe get a chance to meet him, but, like, you know, like, that was such, that was just, like, a dope experience, you know, and I know people say don't meet your, you know, never meet your heroes and all that stuff, but, like, you know, I didn't have anything but, like, a great experience, you know, and it's just, it's, I just think about that in the sense of, like, you know, I don't know where I want to go with this, <laughs> but I think it's important to, you know, in the sense of being like a, a person who is entertainment or any type of field or endeavor that you're doing, especially when you have people looking up to you, always maintain a good place about yourself where people can always say good things or, you know, it's good to have people who love you around and stuff like that. Not to say like, you know, oh, that was his family in the clubhouse and all that stuff, but like, you know, everybody had similar thing. Like you don't, or I'll say this, you don't realize what your art and what your, what your impact is. You don't. 
um, you never know. I think he realized that and he knows it, but, you know, I heard so many stories of, like, you know, in that clubhouse, man, your music saved my life, man, your music saved my life, you helped me get through hard times, like, your music saved my life, you know, that's what you want to be able to do in this earth, and it doesn't have to be you rapping and creating music or creating art in a conventional sense, it could literally be you building houses and you're building houses for people and like they'll never forget that because of you building houses you know they may not know your name or they might know your name and because you built their house they'll never forget that and that house has sheltered them through so many different times it's it's been a place of joyness it's been a place of sorrow it's been a place of sadness or if you're a doctor you saved so many lives and because you did that you know you may you might have been able to make it so that somebody was able to go home to their mom somebody was able to go home to their kids or anything like that like you know there's so many different things and ways that we influence people and like, you know, being able to be in that space and see how loved he was or he is. Zube is very much still here, you know, and all hearing all the good things to see a different side to him, you know, that you probably wouldn't get generally like, you know, as a fan and all that stuff. Um, it just made me think about like, you know, the type of impact I would want to make, you know, just well, not just with podcasting, but everything that I do, you know, in a sense and, you know. When I get to a point, being able to have people celebrate me like that, not because I want to be celebrated, but because I really did a good job and I really did things I lived in my purpose. And that's an important thing to remember. Living your purpose. Do what you can do in your purpose. Because if you're in your purpose and you're doing what you need to do, I don't think you can go wrong. Excuse me. Sorry. My nose bothered me. But you have to live in your purpose. Cause I realized just how much like you know he impacted me and how much a giddy kid I was. I I I went back to and how nervous I was to talk and say something. But like you know, um, that's what living in your purpose is. You're able to affect and you know influence so many lives and be such a great influence. And it's just dope, you know. And like that's like I said, that's something I'm gonna remember for the rest of my life. And that's something I want to be able to do for other people. Like I want to be able to like you know, not because for my own ego or stuff like that. I mean. Do I want my podcast and what I do in life to be successful? Yeah, but to be able to know I influenced somebody so much like that and I was able to add value to their life and help them out, it feels good too because that's all I'm here for. And that's what ultimately, you know, me and I, you know, it's me being on my religious soapbox, like you say, or whatever. But I'm a Christian and, and I'll be Christian to the day that I leave this earth and the Lord sees fit to take me home is that, you know, we're here to help people. We're here to do the good work. We're here to be a value and to add something to the lives of others. And so I hope that one day I'm able to do that. And I think I have already, but I hope that I'm able to continue to do that, you know. And, you know, if there's a kid or somebody who wants to tell me that, I'd feel good about that. And, you know, I know that I'm doing the right thing. So that's all I want to do. And that's how I want to kind of end off today. You know, it was a dope experience. I hope to, you know, can't wait to, you know, hope to have more experiences on Clubhouse where I can be in some of the same rooms with him, you know, interact. But <clears throat> I don't think an experience like that was a once in a lifetime. It's probably not going to come again. But um, anyway, it's been a last been pretty much my episode today, y'all. Um, it's about to be an hour and a half, you know, I've been rapping and just talking and, you know, recording and stuff like that. And, you know, I really just appreciate y'all, all the listeners and stuff like that. I do. Um, I probably didn't get a chance to say it in the beginning, but if you have a chance, please, please, please go on Apple podcast and leave a review that includes you too, listener, <laughs> you know, and rate my podcast five stars so that other people can hear that, um, you know, share, like subscribe, you know, comment on any of the, you know, 
on any of the posts on Instagram. If you have a Twitter live tweet the episodes so that you can, you know, interact with me. I can interact with you. And, like, I really do appreciate y'all listeners and stuff like that. And, like, one thing I'll say is, like, you know, I feel like I am making a difference in a sense because I talked to somebody about one of my other episodes. And for that person, you know who I spoke to, you know, still praying for you. I thank you for reaching out to me about that. And, you know, I'm glad that I was able to make a, a difference and an influence be with that episode um in one of my darkest moments and you know let's keep listening you know keep hitting me up you know i see i have a lot of listeners from all over the place i want to know who y'all are hit me up on ig don't be scared or anything like that no don't be afraid or you know it's not awkward or anything like that it's not weird it's no weirder than me talking on the internet <laughs> you know you know about what's going on in my life you know and just offering some laughs but you know definitely i thank y'all i appreciate y'all this is the beginning of some dope stuff you know having my own space you know i'm gonna try to see what i can do that's new and different maybe i'll do some more episodes where i can have live episodes where people can listen in you know and do things like that but you know i appreciate y'all once again as always love y'all y'all are fans and friends for real or whatever or fam not fans y'all are fam for real bye